It is August 10th, and this is your number one highest rated comic guy podcast, Croftcast. I'm your host, Dwight Henderson, here with Ken Rickstad, owner and operator of Comic Raleigh. This week's Croftcast is brought to you by Quantum Physics. We think we're not really sure. Nobody's sure. No. It is and it is not. Somewhere in the universe, our antiparticles are doing the same thing. I don't know. I, the the I, math I, is telling us that quantum physics is bringing us this podcast, but it's not it's, directly observable. <laughs> Exactly. We, we only know it. Right. We only know this podcast exists because of the outcomes right. that you're just we can measure. <laughs> you're just inferring this yeah. podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly it. Oh yeah, that's funny. It's the only way we can get to the bottom of this. I think the new slogan for the Croftcast should be "Not directly observable." It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. You know, I thought kicking your ears in the groin, which is our slogan. I'm not sure if I ever told you. <laughs> I yeah yeah yeah. Okay. We talked about that. Yeah. Um, long time ago. You know, because we use it every uh, we use it every episode when we record. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, we say it every time. Yeah, we say it. Yeah. So I thought I thought that was a good slogan, but you know, as we're coming up on episode two hundred, uh, if if we want to make any you know branding changes or whatever, I think <laughs> not directly observable. Now's the time. It's pretty pretty good. I like it. Maybe we could we should go blue also. You know, just go really explicit. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Is that the term for blue? Is like. Isn't that what they say in comedy when it's like, you know, if a comedian is really vulgar, they say, oh, he works blue? I don't know. Oh. Well, I think that's what it is. Okay. There you go. That's what I was asking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But. What happened to your arm? Oh, nothing major. I just, I have a, so like three months ago, I was working my yard and I got a scratch and I started, you know, just kind of picking at it and then it. You made it worse. I made it worse. And then it like became scar tissue and I kept tearing that up. So I'm just trying to keep it covered until. It goes away. Until you have the discipline to not scratch at it. Right, which is never going to happen. So it's, I mean, it has to be covered. And you can't for... change yourself, so you change the situation. <laughs> exactly. It's beautiful. Yeah. In fact, we're going to kind of talk about that later. That same exact thing you oh. just said, we're going to talk about later. Yeah, well, but I mean, let's move we into... don't, this doesn't happen by accident. Like, I know. when we were scripting, yeah, when we were yeah, scripting yeah. this I mean, episode, we came up with that transition. This is right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this one, Grav. A. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. A woman was. Uh, being kidnapped and she owned a manual transmission car and they wanted to take her somewhere to a another location but they couldn't drive manual yeah so um it's a college student in columbia south carolina uh my hometown actually um it's great i think the picture of her is wearing she's wearing a carolina gamecocks hat um anyway she uh her name's jordan dinsmore and um yeah she was uh she was just basically um kidnapped by three guys they put pushed her ground put a gun to her head and then they took her to a ATM to withdraw money and then told her she's going to be taken somewhere else to um, be raped. So that obviously really sucks, right? Can, sorry, I, like, I'm surprised they told her. I know, right? Well, I mean, I think it's because they're assholes, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, um, anyway, so um, she, got, she went to the ATM, got back in the car, and left her seatbelt off. So she hoped the kidnappers didn't notice the seatbelt alarm chiming. I feel like these people are probably not overly concerned with seatbelts anyway. Just my guess. Yeah, they're probably, like, not wearing them out of spite also. Right, yeah. Um, so anyway, one of the men instructed her to drive to his relative's house so one of his friends could have sex with her. Oh, how nice. Yeah. I mean, how bad this is is, is I wouldn't say it's matched by how weird a, a statement that is, but that's still really weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway... So she said, I was thinking somehow to get out of this. Can I crash the car? No, because it might knock me out, not them. Can I pull over or something? I have to get away from them. 
So what she did is she purposely missed a turn and rolled her car into the intersection. I assume they mean slid, not like flipped end over end. Yeah. Um, or I assume rolled as in could even just be going forward. Oh, like right. Like it kept rolling. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, just put it in neutral and let it roll. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Yeah, of course, I'd have to put a power slide into this yeah. scenario somehow. She threw the brake <laughs> through the car. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she couldn't jump out at that point. She would have had to, unless she turned it to the right. Right, so Then yeah. she could kind of eject herself as opposed to like... Right, yeah. Anyways, regardless, okay. we're getting ahead of the story. Yeah, um, and in fact, creating an entirely new story. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she just opened the door and jumped out while the vehicle was moving at 35 miles an hour, which is like pretty fast. Um, Tuck and roll. Yeah. And like from the photo, she looks relatively uninjured. Like, I mean, it's only like from like chest up, yeah. so it's hard to tell. But It she, says minor scrapes and bruises. Um not and, a bunch of road rash or right. anything. And her 2009 Scion even managed to be in pretty decent shape after the attackers crashed it. Um, so she got, jumped out, screamed for help, and a woman came to her and called 911. It doesn't say... Uh, it, it doesn't say um, if, uh, if the attackers um, were caught or anything like that. You know, it yeah. doesn't. Um, but, uh, but she does say... Um, she, you know, she, she knows... Something you know, a good point is if they're trying to get you out of the public eye, it's going to be they're going to do something worse to you and shoot you anyway. Yeah, that's oh, that's her mother. That's saying. Her, that's what her mother Not said. Like, yeah, I mean it's probably on a throw pillow. <laughs> you walk in and it's one of those like, uh, like like a nice stitching, the like nice a stitching, stitch. yeah, <laughs> right above the kitchen table. Yeah. Oh, that would go. We should put some of those around the studio, like just really horrible, horrible self defense statements, yeah. but in in a nice like uh, cross stitch, whatever. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so yeah, so good, good for her for you know, improvising and and getting out of the situation. Yeah, that's a really smart move. Yeah, just throw it in neutral and jump. Yeah, so we'll be practicing. We'll have a workshop Everyone coming up got- soon. A jumping out of cars workshop. Heck yeah, tuck and roll. I mean, yeah. that's rolls. Yeah, it is. Got to be willing to roll. Probably front roll into back roll. I imagine you have a lot of momentum yeah, going right. on there. Yeah, when you talk about front roll into back roll, like oh, when you've got a lot of momentum, getting out of a moving car would be one of those. That's thirty five miles per hour. Yeah. yeah. I guess you just got to tuck and roll like they do in movies. Yeah. Like, that's probably one aspect of a movie that you could follow because you got to assume a stuntman yeah, does that. They're, right. They're doing it for real. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just jump and get, just start rolling. Cause, like, yeah. They don't always roll end over end. They kind of normally roll like, like sideways, right? Sideways. Yeah. yeah. Like a log. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, I guess, tuck tight and, and protect your head. Yeah. Oh, man. That would hurt. I mean, much better than what was going to happen. But yeah. Just like, rather jump out of a car than. Yeah. Think about how, like, if you're, like, jogging and trip and fall down, how, like, that doesn't feel very good. Yeah. And you're jogging at about, like, four miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, like, I, I mean, it doesn't say what happened to the to the kidnappers. Like, it, doesn't, it doesn't say no. if, I assume the car crash, they got out and ran for it. That would make sense, yeah. And there, I really doubt the police got there in time. Yeah. And I'll bet wherever this was happening was an area of slow police uh, response. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, someone driving a motorcycle and not wearing all the safety gear. That's the thing that really bugs me. Yeah. It, and, like, you see a lot around here. Like, the other day I was driving to work, and this gigantic group – hold on. Yeah. Okay. This fairly large group of bikers passed me. Yeah. And it was mostly cross rockets. Right. And, like, the first few people were wearing, like, you know, long pants and all this stuff. But yeah. then most of them were wearing, like, basketball shorts and short yeah. sleeves. And, like, and it's like, dude, like – yeah, you're wearing a helmet, which is good. Yeah, I also think legally required. That's legally the only required reason they're wearing it, I'm sure. In North Carolina, I'm yeah. just like, man, you're going to lose all your skin. Yeah. And life's not going to be great. And the high like, livelihood of infection right. and 
Yeah. There's a lot of problems when you lose the protective layer. Of yeah. No, I heard your body. I heard um, that I didn't look at the picture, but I heard uh, there's like a Raleigh, you know, motorcycle Facebook group, whatever. And someone put up a picture of a guy who had gotten into a wreck. Well, not he was just wearing like uh, sneakers or vans or something like that. Yeah. Apparently his foot had basically twisted off. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and you know, the other thing, like, so I get really annoyed when people riding bicycles don't wear bicycle helmets. Yeah. Um, cause you see a lot of that downtown, which is again, to me, just so stupid. And the only reason not to wear it is because you think it looks stupid. And like a lot of bike helmets, you know, they, yeah, you're not going to look cooler in a bike helmet, but like, so what? Right. You're also not going to look cool with your face smashed in. Yeah. Um, and you know, a bike helmet is like, it's not like it's inconvenient to put it on. You just hook it on your bike and then you. You clip it on, clip it off. Like it's really annoying, and so the only reason people are not wearing it is just to preserve their little like biking around hipster credentials. Yeah. You know? Um. Anyway, with motorcycle, but think of motorcycles. Like motorcycle gear looks cool. Yeah. Like you know, yeah, you look slick. And you look stuff. awesome. Yeah. You look. You know, if you get good gear, you look like a total badass. Like, so, um, so I guess it's just the inconvenience of putting it on or something like that. Yeah. But also, it's hot. Yeah, it, it is. But, right, today's but, temperature is great. Yeah, today's perfect for a bike ride. You would know because you did one. I I did. To come yeah. record this I, podcast. I biked over here. I put on. You know, I don't have. I don't have. I'm still missing a few items of of safety gear because it's really expensive. Um, yeah. To to get it all, but like take a small business loan to buy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could. But um, but it's not like yeah, and I'm like a lazy person and reckless. So you'd think I would be the one shortcutting things, but no, not with safety. That's true, because that is my profession. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so that was a bit of that a sidetrack. That was way track. off. That was just <laughs> yeah. Okay. So in case in, anybody's unclear, uh, we're where we're recording. There are windows outside, and there was a guy on a motorcycle not wearing any safety gear on it. Yeah. And we are, <laughs> like everyone else in this world, we get distracted easily. Um, that's right. But that's the way it goes. All right. Let's get right into fitness. Speaking of inability to change ourselves. <laughs> All right, so this is an article by a, um, from what I saw looking him up, he's a PhD student currently. Okay. But he's also like a personal trainer and has been a personal trainer for a long time named Justin Kompf. Okay. All right. K O M P uh, P F. And uh, so he wrote an article called uh, you sh- uh, Why You Should Stop Relying on Willpower to Lose Weight. And basically, what the article is talking about, obviously, like losing weight. You're going to need discipline. And you are going to need some amount of willpower. But I guess really what this article is talking about is where that willpower manifests itself. So, like, instead right. of trying to will yourself away from ice cream at home, like, in other words, like, you have a pint in the freezer and you really want it or you see it and you really want it, instead of trying there to have willpower, the easier thing to do is to just not have right. ice cream in the house. Yeah. Um, and I guess there's some conflicting research where it's like, Every time you, uh, every time you make a, a good willpower decision, it's like flexing a muscle and you get better. But there are other, there's other research to show that there, you can't train willpower. Right. Like you actually can't make it better. Yeah. Which is really interesting. You can just kind of make your situation better. Right. Um, yeah, that is really interesting. And uh, there was, there was kind of another study he pointed to where like our current environment where it's really easy to obtain high calorie foods and they're everywhere puts us in a constant state of working our willpower and just like any muscle 
it gets exhausted. Right. So like you're in a constant state of exhausted willpower almost. Yeah. Um, that boy, that's you know, it's funny. There's nothing about that statement that was like 100 percent new, but I don't think I've ever heard it phrased that way. Just like this passive drain on your um yeah. on your willpower. Yeah. As opposed to like all the obviously the active decisions not to eat food or or buy it or whatever, but yeah, this like constant passive taxing on it. That's interesting. Yeah. So uh, so he he makes a few suggestions. One of the suggestions he makes is like in, instead of buying like if you really like soda, instead of buying a case, even though it's cheaper, like instead of buying like a case of ha- uh, soda and having that in your house, mm-hmm. when you want one, you can buy one individually at like a checkout line mm-hmm. in the store. So you're already buying other groceries. You really want soda? Well, you can, you know, that's like just all part of moderation, right? You buy right. one, then you drink it, and then but now you don't have any house, and if your groceries last a while, then you at least avoiding going into a store and right. buying more. Then and yeah, that's like more expensive if you if you're constantly consuming it. But really, in the end, it's probably not more expensive because yeah. you're only picking it up when you're in the store, anyways. So you're not spending five dollars every time in the store on a case. You're spending one dollar on an individual, right. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, he, he also suggests taking like bigger portions, so bags of chips, uh, containers of peanuts, and stuff like that, and breaking them down into their serving size and storing them that way. Oh, so interesting. That instead yeah. of having, you know, because it's so easy to sit and just pull yeah. out of a bag and pull yeah. out of a bag and pull out of a bag. Yeah. Um, and so, like, if you break it into your serving size, you're a little less likely to. Right. Uh, I mean, like, you got to do more than that, like, break it into serving size and then also kind of set a rule, like, all right, I can have this one thing of serving size I and I will not go back for another. Like, that's kind of needs to become your mental right. rule. Um. Well, even if it keeps you, if it moves you from four servings at a time to three, I mean, that's an yeah. improvement, you know? Yeah, exactly, right? Like, it's a small improvement, and you, maybe you can kind of work up. Yeah. Um, uh, he also says reduce plate and glass sizes, so buy smaller plates okay. and ball, yeah. buy smaller glasses, which actually is, I guess, like, the, the visual of that is really important. Mm-hmm. You know, like, seeing your plate full mentally gives you the same, you know, like, a smaller plate full will give you the same... Uh, mental satisfaction is seeing a larger plate full. Okay. Right? It's just right. the idea of the plate being full right. and then cleaned. Right. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So, yeah, break things down, uh, store tempting food out of sight, eyesight. So, like, if you have ice cream in the house, maybe store it in a freezer in a different part of the house. So, like, if you have, I mean, oh. again, part of that requires you to have a situation where you can have a second freezer, like, right. in a basement. But, like, yeah. not everyone has a basement. Put it at a neighbor's, a a neighbor's freezer. In, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people live in apartments. They don't yeah. have anywhere else to put a freezer. But right. maybe in that sense, then you store the ice cream in the back and cover it with other things. Right, you know, like yeah. Like your frozen vegetables or whatever right, yeah. so that it's harder to get to. And, and you're not seeing it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... It's all about, again, just, like, setting yourself up to be in a better situation. Um, that's really the crux of the whole article right there. <laughs> that's, you know, the, um, yeah, that, that's uh, taking foods out and putting them in individual serving sizes is really interesting. Yeah. I'll bet it'd be chilling to do it with, like, like, recently I went through a box of Chips Ahoy more quickly than you should. Yeah. And I'll, I'll bet if I... A-sitting. Uh, not that bad, fortunately, not that bad, but, um, but, uh, yeah. So if I took him out, I guess this is probably like two cookies at a time. I'll bet as a serving of those. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, if I just broke up that box into 25, you know, individual, individual servings, servings yeah, yeah, 
put them in Ziploc bags or something. That'd be that'd be eye opening. Yeah, and then like, um, and then I could put each one in a different place in my house. Yeah, and then when you find it, you get to eat it. Yeah, <laughs> have someone else hide them. Right. Yeah. Like, ooh, cookies. <laughs> like, folding laundry or something. Yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're at the bottom of the dryer. Yeah. yeah cookie. Um, oh, what used to be a cookie? How exciting. <laughs> um, then you can just dump the crumbs into your face. You great. know what also is good is getting ants because I got that recently and. Uh, That'll clean clean up your pantry in a hurry. Yeah, because you're like, oh, something in here is attracting these. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Um, yeah, so I, I had to clear stuff out pretty fast. Um, but I think the ants are gone now. Good. Yeah. Live to find another day. Yeah. I so. used a lot of uh, vinegar, which turns out is, uh, it's really useful. Yeah. Man, no vinegar else. Oh, man. I, t- I messed up that segue that was there, and I whiffed it. That was like a T-ball setup, man. You That's set okay. Right you, get, on top, you get three strikes. And I whiffed it. You get three um, strikes. <clears throat> Okay, so vinegar. Vinegar. Okay, so we were talking to my roommate Reed, who used to be an instructor mm-hmm. here, and he's a very smart man. We were talking somehow we got on the subject of using vinegar for stuff. Yeah. I think vinegar came up first. Possibly, yeah. And then he talked about using it to um deodorize clothing. Right. Um uh, specifically moisture wicking clothing. So um what he does is he'll soak him, his moisture-wicking clothing in vinegar, and then he'll wash them normally mm-hmm. with uh, with normal soap. Um, and he does that because, like, if you've ever owned a a moisture-wicking shirt and used it regularly, you know it smells horrible. And it doesn't yeah. take very many uses for no. it to all of a sudden just, like, no matter how much you wash it, yeah. they smell horrible. Yeah. Um, and kind of looking into it more, it, it the the big reason now—, now Reed did mildly explain this, but he said some stuff that I couldn't verify. Right. Um, was that like, so basically a, uh, the way like a moisture wicking shirt works is there's kind of passageways, if you will, nooks and crannies that allow sweat against your skin to move to the outside of the shirt that then can evaporate off. Um, and it's great at doing that, but those little passageways and nooks and crannies like are a great place for bacteria to hide out and grow. Mm-hmm. And that's why it smells. And then it's hard for that to be washed out, and so that's why it yeah. stinks like permanently. But vinegar has the property of, I guess, killing that bacteria, especially if you soak it, let it soak. Right. So you can soak your um, clothes in vinegar and then soak them for a while and then take them out, wring them out. Put them in the wash. Yeah, and there you go. Have you tried it yet? Uh, I don't work out any moisture wicking oh, clothing, right, so yeah. I so I have not. I have one shirt that I, I need to try this on. It's a Krav Maga shirt, um, and uh, it's a, it was from L.A. So it was one of their like they had, they had some like, moisture wicking shirts, and um, yeah, it's a nice shirt, but it's just got the it's got the stink now. Yeah, so I need to try it. Yeah, I'm uh, like a huge cotton fan for working out. Yeah, and me too. honestly, yeah, uh, I used to really be into into the moisture wicking shirts, but I think I just got into them because it was what looked athletic. Right, yeah. And then I was like, you know what? These shirts are neither comfortable. I'd rather just wear a cotton shirt. Yeah, yeah. Cotton is nice. Um, I guess, uh, I don't know. I mean, for some people, maybe the moisture wicking is just just better or whatever. It doesn't feel like, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't. I never really, feel drier because right, of them, yeah. certainly. Yeah. But it also depends, like, like for working out, I just, you know, Tank tops are the best. Yeah, like absolutely. you just need the airflow. Um, yeah, it's, that's the way to go. Yeah, you dry off, and that's the whole that's the whole point of cooling. Yeah, system, right? You need that evaporation. Yeah, and some shirts trap that, but other shirts don't. Right. 
Um, anyway, so yeah, try it out. Um, I'm I'm definitely gonna gonna do that on the shirt I have because we'll it report it, back and report back. Yeah, I'll have a follow up. Yeah, like like the the eating of the apple. The eating of the apple. Yeah, yeah. and every now, other time we followed up on something. I do know he uses apple vinegar, not oh, apple not like okay. regular like all right balsamic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. not I, I wasn't going to put salad dressing on my, <laughs> on my shirt. But. the shirt in, in balsamic in, vinegar. In, uh, in salad dressing. Okay. I, I will try it. I mean, I have... Um, you could soak it in oil and vinegar and have that nice little yeah, and then separation. Add some lettuce and, yeah. and great tomatoes to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how he washes his shirts. <laughs> it's um, a weird system, but it works. Okay. Oh, all right. I'll try that. I have, a, I have a big jug of white vinegar that I had to buy because of these ants. So... Yeah. Um, Oh wait, maybe it is white vinegar. I think it's apple, but I'll double check. It could be. You know. It could probably could work either way. Apple cider vinegar. You know, vinegar is a really amazing substance. I mean, you can do almost anything with what it. What is vinegar exactly? Do you know? I don't. And it's. It. I mean, it's quantum physics. Right? Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> it's everything and nothing at the same time. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Your vinegar at your house is actually the exact same vinegar that's, that's right. in our house. Right. Yeah. If you move it, it moves. Right, it's really crazy. They're just super, Tunneling. super in a super, super uh, superposition. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, the quantum tunneling. Yeah, <laughs> until you measure it out into the washer, it, it does not exist. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you look up like DIY anything, vinegar always comes up. Yeah, vinegar is used for everything. Yeah, you can do everything. You're fixing your car, vinegar. Yeah, for sure. You can, um, the except at the same time, apple cider vinegar has become one of those things where. There are all these ridiculous health benefits associated yeah. with it. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. So allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Attributed to it. Yeah. Um. But for like, yeah, for like, random cleaning stuff and things like that, you know, vinegars lowers your tax return. It does it heightens your tax return. You get more tax money back. More tax money back if you yeah. use. Yeah. If just you file with just apple vinegar. Puts, yeah. Put yeah. some vinegar on your tax <laughs> yeah. on your tax returns. Um. So yeah, it's good stuff. It's like it's like caffeine. It's I, like the one thing that actually does everything it's supposed to do. I like the idea of vinegar used as both a statement to express how someone is kind of mean or displeased yeah. towards someone, right? And a very useful tool in all other aspects. Of yeah. Life. Having vinegar is a great way to show displeasure. Right. Also, it's a great way to clean your clothes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Goes great on potato chips. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I'm gonna be hungry by the end of this podcast because we're just oh, talking. Yeah, absolutely. Talking um, all right. So anyway, vinegar, good stuff. All right, use moving it. On. Chronogram. Yeah. This week's chronogram goes. Speaking of vinegar, it's so like and being displeased. Yeah. Um, so I think we do a very good job of not talking too much politics. Oh, really? I think so. Okay. I mean, do you feel like we over talk about it? I feel like uh, we mostly well, I, avoid it. I don't feel that way, but that's because I agree with everything we say. That's true. <laughs> so, regardless. But, you know, that's that's the thing is, like, if you agree with someone, they're never talking too much politics. And if you disagree, any amount is too much. Right? True. So, I guess it's just the standard. Yeah. Anyways. I think we do a great job of being really persuasive. <laughs> regardless. Yeah. Um, kids at political rallies is really what we're getting at here. Yeah. But not just kids at, being there, um, more like kids holding signs or yeah. wearing t-shirts that make yeah. statements about the supposed child's political views. Right. Yeah, and you see it at rallies. You see kids just walking around wearing stuff like that. And um, I, I think that's total bullshit. Even when it's something I agree with. I just yeah. like... Because for sure the kid doesn't have that opinion. 
Um, or understand it in right. its complexity. Yeah. No, kids kids might have an opinion of something from the spectrum of you should be nice to people toward, over towards, like, you should be mean to people. Because, yeah. like, there are, you know, really nice open-minded kids and there are really, like, shitty, kids. shitty racist kids. Uh, and not even not even just because of their parents. Like, kids, you know, kids learn in-group, out-group stuff at a very young age. So they might actually have an opinion on it, but it's not like a developed, nuanced political opinion or yeah. anything like that. Not that it's any better for adults, you know. <laughs> right. Most opinions are not right. nuanced and understood with yeah. the complexity for which they they should. But really, what it is is the adult using their kid as a billboard um, for their own views, which I think is really crappy. Because, like, you know, putting it on a kid gives it, in a way, it gives it this like legitimacy of like you know this the the. Um, from the mouth of babes sort of thing or it's like oh look this view is so common sense even this child right. gets it or whatever yeah even though it's like no they don't you just slapped a they didn't make that sign and even right. if they did they made it under your guy like, yeah right guide or whatever. yeah and it's that's such a crappy thing to involve your kids in and i guarantee you that like whichever side you're on if you're putting your kid in that stuff but then you see a kid wearing the opposite thing you're just like oh that's terrible those parents yeah. they shouldn't have their kids having this pro slash anti diversity thing on or whatever you know it's it's a total double standard um very hypocritical um yeah yeah that's really the crux it's really unfair to the kids too like yeah yeah um yeah exactly like it's unfair to them they don't have a choice in the end and what's the likelihood that that kid later like even if it's a view you agree with Mm -hmm. what like a kid who is constantly. It's fine. All right, just go. Yeah. Another guy not wearing all his safety gear. God. You know what? It's not fine. It's not fine. Is uh, the point of that bike to look classic? I mean, obviously, yeah. It's I guess like so, a classic yeah. look from way back yeah. in the day. I, I don't I don't know. Okay, so another yeah, another bike pulled up. I don't know. We're going to just post photos of this, I guess. I don't know. Okay, yeah, good. We He's, should. He shut it off. Okay, yeah. so. The um, hold on. I want to be angry at this guy some more. <laughs> Shorts wearing and a t-shirt. almost the same helmet you own. Yeah, it is a similar one. Yeah. So now I have to go um, beat him up and take his, steal his helmet That's and add it, it to my power. That's how. It works. So I, someone, uh, someone came in the other day and I, I had I rode my bike yesterday and she saw the helmet and we're talking about it and she goes, oh, I thought that was for sparring. <laughs> and I was like, that would be really hardcore. That'd be a much better helmet for sparring. It too, would be, yeah. The you just let people punch you until they break their hand, yeah, and then you're fine. It, the problem is, it's a, it's like two hundred dollars every time you spar. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you gotta go get a new one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, so anyways, so back to this uh, kids. So what I was trying to get to was like, if you if you had a, a tr- not like kids are going to inevitably most likely. Again, I say most likely because there are exceptions to every rule. Yeah. Um, most likely going to express the same views their parents hold yeah. into adulthood. More than more than likely, that's really what's going to happen. Um, so, like, especially, I imagine that's even especially true if you if you're so adamant about your views, yeah. so consistently, mm-hmm. right? Like, like if you and if you make them a part of that. Now, like again, like it's so easy to fall into the trap of like when it's something I agree with. Of course, I want a child to be taught that, right? And and to be exposed to it in that way. But there are probably ways to expose your kid to those ideas, ideals, without making them a political rally sure, yeah. tool. You know. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. You know, show don't tell kind of thing. Yeah. 
Or like, you can teach a kid to like, which I'm going to go ahead and go with a, a view I agree with. Like, you can teach a kid to be tolerant and right. and to understand that like people have, like all people sh- should have equal rights. Right. Um, without putting them in a rally about it. I yes. Guess. Even yeah. though, again, it's really hard not to just be like, well, I agree with that. So of course kids should be right. out of that. I don't, I don't know how, like, it's so um, complex. Well, or right. even the kid, I think you know, even the kids, you can bring the kids to the rally, but they don't need to hold up a sign. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. a fair point in the end, right? Yeah. Like they can go, they oh, should yeah. hear those views, but yeah, you don't need yeah. to put them. Yeah, like they don't understand in the end, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that time the complexity of the issue. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah. So that's uh. That was the parenting minute on the Croftcast. Yeah, because we were both parents and perfect at it. Well, you know, here's the thing about parents. I think, I think, you know, just having a kid doesn't give you any skill as a parent, right? So, and you can do something without getting any better at it. Like yeah. people do that all the time. They do all sorts of stuff, not just parenting, without ever getting better at it. So, um, despite not having a personal experience, I don't really feel we're any less qualified than a default parent. You know, because like fair enough. Also, we're only like one, one kid away. You know, it's a difference of one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're just one b- bad mistake away. From <laughs> no, kids are not mistakes. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, uh, that's not what I meant. I meant like, not taking the proper precautions right. with a. For like one of us, you mean? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Right. Like. Like. Well. Yeah. That's what I, I meant. I'm, I'm, I didn't I'm pretty, kids I'm pretty precautioned. I meant you can mistakenly have a kid. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know, I, you made the ultimate precaution. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 Abstinence. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no, no length that I won't go to, yeah. or won't not go to in this yeah. case. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, you know... If you can't beat them, join them. That's how I always felt. Yeah, that's right. So, if you're doing it anyway, you may as well just make it a, um. a lifestyle. <laughs> make it a, a, a personality, a, a character choice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, okay, moving along. Yeah. I think that's it. There's I nothing so. upcoming across. All the things are done. Yep, yep. Never doing anything again. <laughs> no. Yeah, we, yeah we've got, uh, of course, workshops. Um we're hitting kind of the busy workshop season before the really busy workshop season. We also have a beach trip on the 30th, which is going to be really awesome. We're going to have a workshop uh, that talks about all the workshops. <laughs> Make sure you come to that. That sounds, that sounds like a real like, corporate thing. Yeah. So one of our, one of our friends uh, at his, his company, they recently had a meeting. It was called Excellence in Folder Utilization. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, that sounds like one of those like, dumb corporate things, but now I think about it. It probably was really useful. Like if you're storing a lot of different information, data files, different clients, it probably is really useful to have There's a good. There's probably someone out there who did a study about how much time's being wasted yeah. while you try to desperately search through your computer trying to find the yeah. folder. Yeah, you sure. Put it in a folder you didn't mean to. I mean, my folders on my computer are a mess, and that's just my personal crap. You know, if I if I had like a lot of businessy type things in there, uh, it would be. Or like you know, if there's like a graphic I need for the studio, I'm like, is it in? You know the crop folder is it in documents? Is it in pictures? Is it yeah. on the online crop folder or the or my computer crop folder? Or am I just gonna search through my email for the hundredth time to find the last time someone emailed it to me? Yeah, um, I should have gone to that meeting. 
yeah. put on a suit and tie and snuck in. Hell yeah. Just in the back. Like, yeah. look, dude, I'm just here for the information. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to be a better businessman myself. Yeah, right. Um, I bet so, the guy who made the lecture would totally appreciate that. Yeah. Like, look, man, I need to learn. And they're like, finally, yeah, someone, right. <laughs> someone cares what I have to say. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so we, got, we got those workshops. We got the beach trip, which is going to be really cool. Uh, tests in September. And that's about it, you know. And then we'll have another round of that. Oh, God, then it gets serious. And the ultimate test Oh, because we're going to have five tests in December. At least that's the plan, which has never been done before. Yep. And they'll all be going at once. We'll break in all one records. Floor, in a one-floor building, yeah. five tests. Just all the, I'm telling you, all the tests on the same floor. Five oh, moving. I want to talk about that. Okay. Um, it's probably going to happen. Moving in a shaking? Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, we, we, we passed another milestone, so things are moving forward. And so we're hoping we're about a month out from moving. Oh, man. Yeah. That's soon. But things could happen. You never know. That seems to be the theme of yeah. this move is things well, can happen. Well, the theme of this move is things can't happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's right. In fact, the fact that anything's happening is it's astounding. Huge, yeah, it's like, it's like playing a really hard video game where you keep dying and losing yeah. your progress and then eventually getting to a checkpoint. It's like quantum physics. Like, the fact that there's anything is, is right. crazy. The yeah, fact, right. Why is there stuff rather than no stuff? Yeah. It's insane. Right. Like the the quantum state finally resolved on um on something things. instead of nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're the move's coming up, um, and uh, I'm ca- I'm I'm cautiously gonna let myself get excited about it again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's excited noise. Just yeah. That's cautious excitement. Cautious excitement. So yeah. so that's what we got going on. Cautious excitement, quickly followed by. The dread of the f- of what it takes to actually move anything. Oh man, oh god, that's it's not going to be fun. It never but is. If we get enough people, we can make it happen. You know, there's not like there's a lot of stuff here, but most of it is not hard to move on its own. It's yeah. just a lot of stuff. When do you think um, you'll be throwing stuff in a truck? Yeah. When do when, you think? Oh, oh I don't know. Um, okay, I got to think that day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, you, think you probably do, so that's yeah. fair. Um, I was really hoping, I'm really hoping we can do it Labor Day weekend, uh, because although I know that's a holiday weekend, that also would be a period of lighter activity at the yeah. studio anyway. We'll make people do labor. Yeah. Um, so I hope we can make that, but that's going to be tight. Because yeah. uh, otherwise, we're going to really screw up our September schedule. Um, like, if we have to move. I mean, uh, let, to be frank about it, like, I don't think people really go away for Labor Day, right? Right, but, you know, they... Hey. They might have plans or something. They go out and buy some new white slacks because right, now you yeah. can wear them. Uh, no, you can't. You have to stop wearing them. Oh, I thought, oh, oh man, yeah. see, I've been, I've been doing it in the reverse. <laughs> You're now rebel. Now i to go return a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was all excited. Um, yeah, I think it's no white no white shoes after Labor Day is the thing for whatever reason. Uh, we'll have to explain like that as some, it comes around. Something in constant violation, I imagine. Probably, yeah. No class anymore. What are we doing? No, What's this world yeah. coming to all right, All right, enough with our ramblings, because that's really what this has been. No more people in poor safety attire have rode by us, so... Yeah, let, let's wrap this up before someone else yeah, does. and we end up on another rant about how we're better than them. Well, that's not really a rant if you're just explaining and, things mean, how they yeah, are. Things are just facts. Yeah, you right. Can't, like, you know. I'm just saying it like it is, man. I'm just <laughs> right. saying it like it is. I'm just asking the question, <laughs> am I a lot better than them? Yeah, And then I'm answering and it. You know, pe- yes. People are saying, people are saying people that are sh- we're a lot better than those people. People are saying. Yeah. We're fabulous. 
It's the grandest. Anyways, all right. That's enough. We will see you on the mats.